Welcome to Sit Down with the Soup, the show where we sit down with Superintendent Adam Hatfield and gather information as well as ask him questions about the future of the district. Welcome back to the Sit Down with the Soup here on Radio353.com. I am Ryan Jenkins, along with Anna Ewing and Gavin with them as we produce the Sit Down with the Soup every uh, month here on Radio353.com. This week, we have some special uh, guests, Dr. Hood and Miss Smith here from the high school. Uh, so welcome. We're excited to have you guys on. Well, thank you very well. much. Thank you for Should having us. Exciting. And as always, Mr. Hatfield's here with us from downtown uh, and been a pretty, pretty good month. Not quite as, you know, as exciting maybe as it has been the last couple of months. So that's a good thing for you downtown. It's been good. It's that, been good. That's always a plus. Um, so let's start with, we got a couple of things that have kind of been happening, kind of been discussion topics around the district this month. Um, we're going to start with the eSports League. Um, I'll tell you, my middle school classroom has been, it's been the rave. It's all anybody talks about. Um, it's, and it's been attracting students from all different genres, which is great. Um, so, uh, we did have the esports presentation at the board meeting two months ago, and then they talked a little bit more about it this month uh, on Monday. Do you want to kind of fill us in on that? Sure. Yeah. Uh, two months ago, we, uh, the board heard a presentation uh, about esports uh, leagues that other schools have been uh, running. Uh, this one especially was a, a former principal in Mays that is specifically working with uh, the esports organization now, um, and just kind of gave a background of of what that's all about. The, you know startup of that and um, you know the success they've seen with student interest over time um, after they implemented that and um, just the getting kids involved and just really making it a, a great deal for um, for their and it's 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 something that has just be growing in popularity um, amongst different school districts and Absolutely. and uh, it's really becoming you know pretty exciting for kids so 100% um, so uh, the board then uh, had a chance to discuss it this last uh, this last week and um, and there were uh, definitely showed a lot of interest. Uh, we had uh, put out a survey uh, to the middle school and high school, just getting a, just a simple interest survey. Mm -hmm. um, and we had, you know, over 250 students that, po that responded positively um, towards that. Not saying that, you know, we could have a, a esports league with 250 students, just saying that we For had, sure. we, we were just, sh they were just showing interest in the possibilities of it. So, um, so super, super excited. We're, we're on the very, very beginning talking point of this. Um, um, and so really what the, what the board had uh, requested is for us at this point to bring back further information. Um, obviously, it would require the, the purchase of equipment and yep. technology and find a space that uh, would work for this. And, um, you know, we would, need, uh, we would need sponsors and coaches to be a part, you know, be a part of setting this up and so just very beginning talks, but uh, definitely a lot. Of, obviously, it's created a lot of buzz with our students. Yeah, and yeah, and for uh, sure. we're glad that they're, they're excited about, you know, the, the whole key to any activity. It doesn't matter what it is, is keeping, keeping uh, kids involved and, and um, you know, being a part of their school. And, and so whatever, whatever interest we have out there for these types of activities is, is great. So. Absolutely. And I think, you know, that's the key. Just the more students we can get involved in anything is good and it's better. Um, you know, listening is that an opportunity to listen to them give that presentation, and when they talked about um, just the in, increasing, you know, student engagement and increasing attendance and, and students being involved, um, you know, it's definitely 
just by listening to the kids at school already. It's some, some students who um, may struggle and aren't very engaged. Well, now we've brought this up and um, we've been able to kind of use it as a, if that's something you're going to want to be involved in and you have an F in math, you're not going to be able to be involved in it. So sure. um, it's kind of worked uh, to our advantage in the classroom. So I, yeah, you know, even great. the discussion has been good. And, so. and, and, and let's face it, the reality is, is we have, you know, a lot of our students that are that leave school, they you know they get their homework yep. done, and then they and then they head into you know and they spend their evening you know playing uh, playing esports games or or a different variety of games, um, and so you know what this really does is takes takes the student who's already doing that anyway and uh, allows them to be part of something bigger you know that's connected to their school that is a part of an organization that is part of a team uh, really get that team spirit going and and so really just takes take something that they're already doing and makes, make it into something that's, that's, that's great. Absolutely. And the money, you know, the long-term potential money that you can make off e-gaming is just as real as anything else. Um, And it is there. And I, you know, in today's society, it feels like um, the, you know, make your money as fast as you can type of thing. That's kind of what you get. I mean, it's not a long-term fix to be set, but a lot of people anymore make so much money in such a short amount of time and it sets them up for their future for then whatever else they want to do. So, um, just an interesting approach, uh, but I thought it was uh, definitely created a really good buzz yeah. around our school. There yeah. is a, a possibility within this. Uh, there are some specific curriculums out there that dive into technology and design, uh, you know, awesome. uh, software design and, and some of those things. So um, there is a possibility in the future to not only have uh, extracurricular activities, but also integrate it with, uh, with a curriculum uh, in some of our CTE programs, um, which, would be, which would be great to connect all that in the future as well. That, that would be that would be fantastic. I know we have Danny Walker here, and he's going to ask some questions in a little bit, but um, he's in our class, and I know that the computer he uses, and I might, he might correct me later, but the computer that he uses to do a lot of the video editing we do, he built himself, um, and it's amazing what, what they can learn and do. So yep, uh, sure. he's definitely special, but there's a lot of our, our students that would be very interested. Absolutely. Um, another topic that kind of popped up um, was I know Miss Case and Miss Vaughn um, got to come and present um, – the uh, uh, financial literacy grant, um, if I'm saying that right, um, that they got to talk about, and then um, how they're trying to, uh, or they're, and I don't know if it, if what passed and what didn't. So you correct me, jump in whenever. But um, requiring everybody to take a half a credit of financial literacy um, to graduate. Yes. Uh, so you might. Yes, uh, Mrs. Case and Mrs. Vaughn, uh, working with. Uh, with the administration here, um, approached the the board about uh, potentially having uh, it was a it was a grant opportunity uh, to uh, bring financial literacy curriculum into the uh, schools, gotcha, but also gotcha. part of that, uh, so a lot of districts do have uh, a financial literacy class that is a, a graduation requirement, and so that has that was brought up as a as a possibility for Wellington, um, really having the feeling that. Uh, when, when our students leave us, um, you know, that that is just a huge, huge piece that has uh, been yeah. missing over time. Uh, currently, we have, um, we have a uh, financial literacy class both at the middle school and at the high school. Um, they are, uh, they're not required uh, at, this, at this point, but um, um, on down the line, uh, it would be a graduation requirement that, that uh, students would, um, would get and uh, head out into the world with, with you know, some of that extra Absolutely. And that's our, our goal is to set them up for success past high school. So um, I think it's an awesome idea. Um, and, you know, Miss Case and Miss Vaughn, they do such an amazing job out here at the high school. 
Um, I could go on and on talking about them, but they've yeah, basically, you know, Miss Case went above and beyond for us to be able to have this class. So um, we're extremely thankful for what yeah, she Ms. does. Yeah, Miss Case has been running our CT programs for a long time now and just done an amazing job for sure. She's amazing. She is. Yeah. She is absolutely is um, and keeps me in line. So that's a plus. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, Dr. Hood, Ms. Smith, you guys are all here with us today, uh, and there's been a lot going on at the high school. I feel like um, every every day I come out here, there's something else going on, which is great for our kids. Um, so, talk about some of the events that you guys have had uh, recently and, and what's been going good and, and kind of what sparked those. Sure. No, uh, first off, thank you very much for having us. A um, lot of things going on, and not just from an extracurricular standpoint, but just even here at the school. I um, want to give a shout out real quick. You know, we've got a big play tonight. So uh, yeah. those uh, kids that, you know, while they hear this and obviously it's going to be uh, recorded after the play, but, uh, you know, break a leg tonight. You know, obviously that's a um, big, big, big play that we hope to uh, get a lot of people out. So um, and then on top of that, you know, our Veterans Day assembly that we had um, you know, on the 11th, uh, what a what a you know, just a wonderful event uh, for the school, for this district, uh, for this community. Um, you yeah. know, I. I First off, was just absolutely amazed by not only our choir, our band, uh, the middle schoolers, fifth graders, just everyone involved with it. Just putting on uh, really just a wonderful uh, representation of you know Wellington and and who our veterans are, and really just showing the appreciation for truly you know heroes. Uh, there were so many people here that we had to bring in extra yeah. seats, and I saw that we yes. went into we're getting ready to help live stream the play tonight. And, we went in and we were looking at the, I'm like, holy cow, there must have been a lot of people in there. So that's a good thing. Yeah, and that's it's just it was wonderful. I mean, without a doubt. And so, um, you know, putting those things together and, and really appreciating Miss Smith here with us and, and Mr. Smith, uh, some of the things they do behind the scenes. You know, like I, said, I don't think people realize the amount of hard work that goes into putting on these events. Um, and and like I said, just very fortunate that we've got such a great admin team uh, to be able to put those things together. And then sure. also with the you know the, the concept, the images that are our staff has together to put these things, uh, they're second to none. So really appreciate all that. Absolutely. And it is such a, uh, amazing day. Um, and something that we definitely want to honor here. So it is a good thing. You also had, uh, Bill Cordes was in, um, which we had the opportunity to sit in and listen to as a staff, which was phenomenal. Uh, he's great. Uh, but talk a little bit about, you know, his presentation and how that impacted the students a little bit. Yeah, some of the Miss Smith kind of maybe jumping a little okay. bit on that. Just sure. um, she's a lot more familiar with uh, Bill, you know, from uh, previous experience. But yeah, it was it was wonderful. So I'll, yeah, go ahead, ma'am. I know that the whole intent for bringing him in. I know we've had a lot of struggles over this last year and a half yeah. with COVID, yeah. and you know, not being in school and the changing of schedules, and finally being back. And we really haven't had a cohesive year for a little while. Yeah. So uh, Carla DeFore. Um, has had a great relationship with Bill Cordes, and she did a great job with reaching out and saying, you know, our teachers are struggling, our students are struggling, can you help us? And, you know, the main purpose behind this was to help students see the perspective of other students and how to show empathy and be supportive of their peers. Bill did an amazing job that day. We had a lot of we had a lot of tears. I'm not gonna lie. We had a lot of tears. We had a lot of realizations. We had a lot of, oh, this is what it means to be supportive of my peer. And he did a great job being able to reach those students and say, you know, you don't know what that other person is feeling. Let's be supportive of that other person. And I think we had a lot of people reach out to us students afterwards and say, I think this is what 
we needed. Um, I just think we all needed kind of an inspiration to get us all back together and be supportive of one another. So again, he was here, um, back in 2016, I believe, um, the whole school did a big lip dub thing and it's on his actual website. WHS was on his website and the leadership team is the one that kind of created that lip dub. So, you know, she reached out to him. Um, so that was a great experience, I think. And all of our students were able to experience the same thing. So I think a positive thing definitely for our students and for our teachers and for the school altogether. It is. And it, it, I definitely needed because, you know, you look at us being gone for not gone, but we were gone there for six months and then we're back hybrid for a year. And just it, it, students are no different than any adult would be. If you get out of your routine, it's hard to get back into your routine. Um, and just seeing that there that seemed to be spark kind of sparked it because it has been just walking in the hallways this last couple of weeks. You can feel a little bit better energy and, um, so kudos to you guys. I thought it was a great idea. And kudos to Ms. DeFore well, for all, putting all together. It's all Mrs. DeFore. Yeah, it has nothing awesome to do job. with us. It's all Mrs. DeFore and Bill Cordes. So kudos yeah. to both of them. It was an amazing so, experience for those kids. No, absolutely. And that is great. Well, you know, kind of thinking about that as you were talking about it, it kind of sparked this question. And, um, you know, so a lot of what I read, you know, taking my admin classes and a lot of what I've been reading across the United States as a whole is just attendance and being an issue or, you know, kids not being here all day long just because they got into this groove of, yeah, I can sleep in now. And now we're back into full time. And it was great for the first, you know, it's great for the first month, two months for some. And then they're like, well, it was, you know, it was better when I could sleep in half a day. Right. So um, how at the high school uh, you see with older kids driving and, and being more independent, um, have you guys had attendance issues or has it been pretty smooth sailing or, or how is that, looked out here is that a good question i I would say that's a loaded question (laughs) that's a a big loaded question no there's no easy answer on that Um, for sure i I think the one thing is we're dealing with a lot of the same issues that every other school in our conference and our league i mean you you talk to other principals talk to other teachers going through the exact same thing almost word for word um yeah i think you said i mean as adults we get into our routines we get out of those routines it's tough to get back into it and you know uh, about a lot of our students you know and, and i know i've got some you know upperclassmen here in this room right now you know the stuff that those young people have had to go through over the course of the last two to three years um is absolutely staggering you know whether oh, it's sure. just changes with with staff changes with just you know the the, the different day-to-day here at the yep. school and then all of a sudden we shut down we come back uh over the course of a long period of time just the amount of stuff that our kids have had to go through and yet they still they come they they, they want to learn um, I mean, I, I really appreciate and applaud them for that. Now, we do have some bumps in the road. Absolutely. We, we have those students that, you know, it's tough to get them up in the morning. We, we had to have some things in place. Um, so I do appreciate the staff, do appreciate others that really reach out to those kids, really appreciate those crew comm mentors, really, you know, lending a hand out to those kids, reaching out to parents, reaching out to anybody that might know, yeah. um, you know, more of these kids' stories. Because that's the one thing I think, you know, talk about Bill, I mean, everybody has their own story. Correct. Everybody has their own path, and it's about, you know, it's, it's really understanding, you know, my path, your path, other people's paths. Um, you know, they're going to be different, but as long as we all end up in the same goal, which is graduation and moving towards uh, whatever, pro- you know, professional and personal goals you want to have, you know, someday, whether that's join the military, college, et cetera, 
um, you know, we want those kids to be able to, to really achieve those things. And it's, a, you know, it's going to take some time. But um, you know, I really appreciate our staff, really appreciate front office staff, really appreciate uh, others in the community, you know, our counselors, uh, social workers, everybody really working together to make sure that we're all, uh, make sure our students know that this is a place that they can come learn, that they're loved, and it's a place that they can truly try to have fun, you know, as much as we can, even though I might Absolutely. raise my voice every now and then. That's but right. uh, for at least the next seven or eight hours, we want, we want everybody to come and, and have a good time and, and have a place to learn. Absolutely. And I, and I think we're progressing in the right direction because, you know, last year made me so sad. I'd see these kids come in and just the look on their face is so different than this year. People yep. are smiling this year. We get to see everybody walking down the halls, and there's actually some energy and excitement because there is a sense of normalcy. So I think we're headed in the right direction. I agree. It's going to take us a while. It it won't be fixed overnight, but I think we're definitely heading in the right direction. 100%. Yeah, I think with the, the nice thing that I noticed with the pandemic as far as attendance and, and all those things, we, you know, being a small, night, uh, tight-knit community that we are, Yeah. Um, we, we have the ability to have relationships with all of our families and all of our kids. And so when something big like that happens, um, you know, it's a little easier for us to reach out with those relationships and, uh, you know, get those kids staying involved in, in, in school and, and, um, instead of just losing them into the world, you know, I know the, some of the pandemic horror stories when it comes to big city, you know, you have a Chicago or LA type school district where, oh, I'm sure. where the personal relationships don't exist on the, on that level. And so it's really, there's a lot of kids that got lost in the, you know, lost in the weeds, uh, during that. So, but I think, I think, I think that's really, was a strength for our district throughout the pandemic is just using those relationships that we have with kids and families to reach out and, and try to make Absolutely. sure as many, you know, involved as possible well we we do have a you know across the district but especially at you know at the high school and the middle school here we have a really good staff and we have a lot of teachers that are really bought into wanting to make this experience great so um you know that that's a definitely a reassuring thing when you look out and you see the staff that we have and the people that we have impacting our students um so it's a, a huge advantage that we have here in wellington you know that tight-knit group like you said um, so that is awesome well you know dr hood miss smith i appreciate you guys jumping on anything else you got before we we get off. It's just a great day to be a crusader. It is. It's just always a great day to be absolutely. a crusader. Absolutely. Thanks for having us out. Nope. You bet. We'll, we'll take a quick break. We'll come right back. Uh, we have a couple students that are going to jump on and ask some questions of Mr. Hatfield, so we'll let them take over. Uh, but let's uh, hear from a couple of our sponsors first. If you're in need of insurance varying from home and auto, business, farm, life, homeowners, and many more, visit Rennan Company for all of your insurance needs. Rennan Company is a trusted family company with excellent customer service. You can call Rennan Company at 800-647-8524 or you can visit them at 209 South Washington. You can also find them at www.rennancompany.com. They've been serving the county since 1933 for all your insurance needs. Go Crusaders! 